the 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 girl was abducted in the middle of the night. And the story sounds so wild the way the boyfriend explained it, how these guys came in and tied them up and they had on um, wetsuits and they put goggles around their eyes and they tied them up and they put cameras on them so they couldn't leave. And it sounded like some made up ish. It sounded like, all right, bro. Mm. What did you do with your body? Happy Friday, family. And welcome back to another episode of Nice Watch Pod. I am your co-host, Ernestine Morrison. And I am Karan Joseph Riley. What up, doe? You see how you try to change his voice? I know I am Karan. Right. You see how you try to change the voice? You got to go down and register when it's time. <laughs> and we have our voice in the corner, Mr. David Shans What's in the building. Happening. What is going on, well, y'all my... Y'all be fresh for real. Y'all be coming to work so fresh. <laughs> No, nah, that's you. Dave should stay with a shoe combination that hits off the threading somewhere in his sweat. Nah, Dave, Dave, yeah. Dave is always fly. I, 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 always I just be fly. trying to keep up. I went to the store and bought Dave, a bunch of sweatpants. Dave, when did you get pants. fly? Because you wasn't always fly for real. I'm not fly. No, you're fly now. But yeah. I would be the first to tell you you wasn't fly before. Because the true you had the true religion jeans and the flannels and the hat backwards every day with the chucks. <laughs> when did you start getting fly, major, I don't know what you're talking about. What y'all watch this when, year? What y'all watch? When the budget went up, the, the flyness <laughs> went up. The wardrobe budget went up. Absolutely. Oh absolutely. Um, but this has been a great week of nice watches. Let me. I was just telling the guys, I watch TV every single day. Like, there's never a day that goes by where I'm not watching TV, Netflix, Hulu, something. And this week, I watched something freaking crazy. You guys have to, have to, have to watch this American Nightmare. It is a nice watch. It is a crazy watch. It is psychotic. American so basically Nightmare. this couple, um, the, the, the girl was abducted in the middle of the night. And the story sounds so wild the way the boyfriend explained it, how these guys came in and tied them up and they had on um, wetsuits and they put goggles around their eyes and they tied them up and they put cameras on them so they couldn't leave. And it sounded like some made up ish. It sounded like, all right, bro, mm. what did you do with her body? <laughs> <laughs> you killed your girlfriend and you hid the body. That's why there's blood in the room where this, we're not believing this story. Mm. So he gets interrogated. The police are interrogating him and the police call cap. The police is like, Cap, what'd you do with her body? This story doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. There's no footage. Like, we don't see, right? Long story longer. Mm. It ends up being true. The girl was really abducted by some people who came in oh, in a wow. wetsuit and put goggles around them. Like, all the details that he said that sounded so far-fetched was all true. Wow. It happened in California in 2015. Did the guy ever go to jail? No. Okay. Because you know sometimes they'll go to jail and then find out later. No. So the girl, I think, I think it, um, don't quote me, but it may have been a week. The girl miraculously reappears. Mm. And she's not talking to no one. She won't talk to the press. She won't talk to the police. And then when she finally sits down, she confirms his whole story. And now they both become suspects. Now the whole town is turned against them both because oh, wow. they think that they're both lying. And it was right around the time that movie Gone Girl came out. Where like she faked her own disappearance. So they're like, they're faking it. This is a hoax. The whole town is against them. People are against them. They're losing friends. They're losing credibility. Everyone thinks that it's a hoax and that they're both in cahoots and in with this crazy story. But come to find out, it was a real person behind it who really abducted this girl for ransom. And he was like a former Marine, some type of army dude. Wow. And it was wild. How'd that you find that movie? I saw it on Instagram. Someone was like, you guys got to watch American Nightmare. And I'm like, ooh. When any, anytime someone says that, I'm in. I'm hooked. So easy. She's so easy. With I'm so easy. She goes, so she if you're watching it. out there, you you guys have to go watch it. American Nightmare. I love it. Got to go it. watch it. And those, you know what? I always wonder, like, you get Navy SEALs and Marines and guys like that. 
rangers, guys have been highly trained in like yes. counter intelligence, evasiveness, and and like really knowing how to really maneuver in some real combat like situations. If yes. oh, they all just decided to go rogue, that's I mean, it's oh, yeah. a problem. Yeah, because they just they know how. Well, to they just they think. know. Yeah, and 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 let's be honest, the police officers of the day are basically like Boy Scouts that learned how to do like maybe make a fire or something. They have no real training. <laughs> they are the worst. Not like, make a fire. Oh man, police officers today are the worst, man. No, I'm not gonna lie though. Growing up, you think police officers like they're the heroes. No, they know right. everything. They know how to get it all done. Yeah, you be talking to some of these officers, you're like, "Oh, you're a little bit dumb, ain't you?" <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Little bit. You, you you know the requirements to be a police officer. You don't even have to have a uh, college degree, or I don't even think a GED, do you? I think a GED. You GED. have to have a high school yeah. diploma or a GED. Yeah, yeah dude, it's, it's ridiculous. And and then you you notice the fitness requirements are terrible. I see so many overweight police officers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be looking at them like, man, I just outrun you, man. I ain't even going to play with you. <laughs> I would for sure outrun you. Yeah, like backwards. Half of them like, dude. Have you, Eyes closed. Yeah, like what are y'all doing? Like are y'all supposed to be protecting the servant? But again, we ain't going to get into the police. Yeah, so the police were like questioning them. Mm-hmm. The police were getting irritated with them. And then I guess when they found out that it wasn't a hoax, like they were just like their tails were between their their. Where did where did it take place? Is like so. Once they thought that it was a hoax or that the boyfriend was really the suspect and he was lying, mm-hmm. not one time did they ever try to find a real abductor. They didn't try to go actual f- find a person because they mm. were convinced that this story is fake and it's not even worth our time. They were convinced that it was a hoax, right. so they never even once tried to go look for an abductor. Well, they're historically lazy too. <laughs> <laughs> historically lazy. Most police officers are guys who never made the team, never got the girl, <laughs> never never got picked first. And so, again, they're out here mad, and they just, just riding around. Never got they, picked for horse. Yeah, never got picked. Like, I, imagine not ever getting picked for kickball. You never got asked to be on the team. That's wild. Kickball. 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 Dodgeball. Not, Handball. Anything. Now, I didn't even go to the major stuff. I'm talking about <laughs> the, the stuff that get played across the board. I had to pick you for my tetherball team, sir. <laughs> no, you ain't go to Napoleon Dynamite on the tetherball. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but Dave, that's you awesome. gotta watch American Nightmare. It's Let crazy. Me ask you, is why wouldn't someone like it? Why wouldn't someone like it? Um, well, if you ever had anyone really abducted in your life, or you were abducted, you may could be trauma. You could be traumatized. Mm. You may feel um, it may, you may feel that it's a bit insensitive the way the police officers and reacted to the initial news. Right. Um, yeah, sensitivity issues for sure. Gotcha. But overall, you can't see anybody saying this is a whack movie. No. No. Because I think we all were thinking it. When the guy came in with his story, that first interrogation, I think we all viewers were like, man, this guy's lying. Ain't nobody <sighs> came in with no wetsuit and goggles. Mm-hmm. And there's no forced entry. Right. And they and all of a sudden, they're just in your house, and they tied you up and put, you, and put some goggles on you and put a camera on you and told you not to move and not to call. And there's no evidence. But you'd be surprised how many people laid doors open. Like I was literally today on the way here, getting ready, making some um some breakfast, and I just put on I put on something sometime on TV just so I could just hear and I ain't paying no attention to it. But they had like a TMZ investigative series. Mm-hmm. They were just talking about how all these major celebrities have all these stalkers. Like, did you know mm-hmm. Taylor Swift been had fifteen stalkers in her yeah. lifetime so far? Yeah. Like, just Dang. as as recent as two thousand twenty two. Somebody like actually broke in and got in her house. Bruh, I mean. Dude, uh, what's my girl? Selena name? Gomez. Selena Gomez. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Uh, Sandra Bullock. The dude came in her house. She came in from an event late one night, and this was the one night she was solo dolo coming in because she had let the nanny take the baby. She came in the house, and the dude was coming up the stairs yelling her name, and Sandra had a, a panic room in her room. So that was the reason why she. So she went into the panic room, shut the door, and just called the police. He got busted with the jail, but man, dude, I was sitting there thinking. 
dang, people don't really like their doors. Like even even my boy, what's the what's the what's the guy's name? Black uh, Logan like, Paul. Black people mm-hmm. lock their doors. Logan Paul. You know what though? I, I, I'm I'm bad at that. I, I, when I was when I was in the league, when all my teammates, we all all my best friends, we bought our houses pretty much in the same neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So it was like a frat house. Oh yeah. Like literally, we would be in there. Doing, Yo, what up, though? It just it was <laughs> constant in our all three of our houses. We would just walk in. What up, though? What up, though? We would just it was oh, it was really okay. much. And we lived in and we and we wow. lived in the suburbs, so it was a little different too. Then I wouldn't do that in Southwest Atlanta. Would you do that, Dave? Would you buy a, a house in the neighborhood of all your friends and everybody just had access? No, absolutely not. If well, you was I mean, but if old, you were single, Dave, you, we were in our twenties. We was in yeah, the yeah, NFL, yeah, no, dog. Yeah. It was it was up. It was up. You ain't doing nothing like other than the stuff you know they doing in there. Right, and you hope to walk in and get involved. Involved in something, you don't know what's gonna pop off. You walk in, you know what I'm saying? It was it was kind of nice, dog. It was boogie nights all over the place in uh twenty in, in the twenties. So look, if you want to watch something suspenseful and you want to watch something that's just like unbelievable, shocking, you definitely want to tune into American Nightmare. Celebrity right. actors, I mean, uh, like any, yeah, na- no, yeah, any known actors? No, because it's it's a docu series. Oh, oh so it's, it's a doc- really them. EJ love these docu series. Lo- you I'm love doc- I'm a docu series girl. Yeah, I, I, those movies, I, they got to be really good for me to really get into them. But I get it. I what did it. you watch this week? Uh, me, I watched I watched uh, the hold up the holdovers. The holdover. Uh, Paul, What's that on? The, the Oscar. The people got nominated for Oscars this week. Um, our girl Divine. Um, what what platform? Divine is Joy Randolph. And Paul Giamatti, my boy Paul love Paul. Oh, Giamatti. I like Paul Giamatti, yeah. Um, so the holdovers, it was about um, a boarding school in the nineteen seventies in like New England, and a group of boys couldn't go home for vacation over the Christmas break, so they they were called the holdovers. It started off with being like four or five kids, um, with Paul Giamatti being punished by his head dean master because he just wouldn't pass this one rich kid because mm-hmm. he was like a stickler of of the academia like he was like look the, the world is being ruined by spoiled kids with money and this is like I, I don't care I'm holding him to the fire and the dude was like his his dad's name is on the gymnasium mm. like mm. can you at least give him a C mm-hmm. he's like he didn't earn a C so <laughs> right. homeboy made him stay after her and made him, yeah made him stay and made him stay back and, and be the um the teacher that watched over the kids while they were while they were over the break and Divine um Divine Joy which is another dope actress um, she was the the cook. She was like the cook for the school, and she was grieving. She was grieving the loss of her son, who just recently died in Vietnam. Okay. And he went to that school um, previously, and she started working there just so he could so she could afford to send him to the school. Like so, if she was working there, he he got to go to school for free. So she had been working there for years and years, and just when, like she had him, she's like, I started working here on purpose. And everybody at the school respected her son. Her son was a great kid, obviously. Went off to war, didn't make it back. And so, like, they had to, you know, grieve him a little bit before everybody went off vacation. But she was sad. Paul Giamatti's character was one of those guys. He was just stuck up in his books. So, wait, what, what would you say the log line is for this? Like, if you summed it up. Uh, I'm going to just say to it. It's uh, basically, uh, let me tell you. It is uh, the log line. It's called Hood Over Hood. The Holdovers. Holdovers. A uh, cranky history teacher at a remote prep school is forced to remain on campus over the holidays with a troubled student who has no place to go and a grieving cook. That's the log line. Mm. 
Mm, that's interesting. So let me tell you, it, it was basically it's kind of like a holiday film, but it's not because I was it's Christmas say, what time. What made you click on that? Because I, I don't think after reading that logline, I would have been clicked. I would have <laughs> well, clicked on that. Again, I'm an actor who follows actors. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, so you, for the, it was the actor. I, I, the I love I love uh, Paul and I love uh, Divine. Okay. Gotcha. And, I, and their work is always impeccable. Always good, yeah. Um, again, I watch movies for a different reason than everybody else. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm only watching greats to study to become great. Like, yeah. So I probably won't watch some of the stuff that, you know, that, <laughs> that pops up on, on, you know, weird stuff. I'm, I'm really watching the greats. And, yeah. and Paul, he's up you know, for an Paul's Oscar. Great for sure. He's up for an Oscar for this. So it's Divine, yeah. both of them. And they deserve it. I, I watched all the... So wait, the, what platform is it on? What I watch that on? Peacock. Okay. Watch on my Peacock. watch list. And uh, Peacock was Hold next. Overs. The only only Oscar movie I haven't watched yet is Oppenheimer. Yeah, and I gotta I finish. To and, and, and I gotta DVDs. and I gotta watch finish watching Flowers of the Killer Moon. I started it with Di- DiCaprio and De Niro. They kill it too. Acting. Tour de Force. Yeah, who? I mean, DiCaprio but and De Niro. The this is the best. I, this is one. Of the, this is one of the best I've seen De Niro in a long time. Mm. He's really he really goes in. He's really in his. He's in his master, master, his master dad. years. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's super Jedi master level shit. Like, he's new. It's crazy. It's, 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 it's amazing to watch, man. And, and, the, and, the, and the supporting actress, which is a Native American uh, woman, she's she got a supporting act, uh, Oscar nod, too. Oh, nod nice. too. So, yeah. It's, it's, uh, so, these were last year's movies that qualified for the Oscars this year. All the stuff, no, all the, yeah, all the stuff that came out this year. Well, basically, in 23, towards the end, you know. Yeah, last year, 23. Yeah. So now I mean, they- that was last week. Right, but I'm just saying they're not. These were last year's I, yeah, movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, okay, got you. Well, yeah. Okay. That's yep. Good stuff, man. Yep. So that it was the cinematography was amazing. The dude who wrote it been trying to get the movie done for like ten years. Him and Paul Giamatti are good friends. That's so crazy when you hear a story about a movie that's been trying to get made for like ten years. And you're like, dang, it took them ten years to bring this together. That's wild. And that's mm-hmm. if you really think about it, a lot of a lot of movies take that while. Like, shoot, you great talking, movies. Yeah, great movies. But yeah. even 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 you doing Scheme Queens that took a, a year and a half to develop and get going. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you wouldn't know just uh, I got this idea, we got this money, and did no. It's a process, yeah. And and like you said, the greater the movie, I guess. So the so the reason why it took so long for him to even get it finished because he was trying to wait on the perfect season, or the, he wanted to shoot it during the winter so he actually used the, the actual real snow. Mm, okay. And that it, it it definitely helped. Like it was snowing the whole movie. It was amazing. Um, production value through the roof. And what's it called? The holdovers. The holdovers. Yeah, and and it's funny. Oh no, no, I'm thinking that the the Nero movie. I thought you were talking. The Nero movie is the Flowers of the Killer Moon. Flowers of the Killer Moon. Okay. Yeah, and that's basically about when the the reservations found oil. Remember, they put the Indians off into a little patch of land. It was like y'all stay right there. They took all the no. They they put the Indians over like y'all got this little patch. That's it. And then that patch happened to be billions and billions of dollars worth of oil there. So then all these uh, other people come in, and of course they do what they do. They start trying to marry into the to the uh, indigenous population, either marry into them or just kill them by force, or yeah. just by force. Right. So Leonardo's cap. That's uh, literally American history. <laughs> yeah, that's that's literally their history, not American history. From the moment they came out the cave, that's what they've been about. They've been about that smoke. So let's just be clear. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just keeping it a buck. I, it's hard for me to just de- do anything not the else. Cave, Dave. You're right, the cave. Yeah, the Caucasus Mountains. <laughs> She's like, want me, to, want me to tell you the name of them? <laughs> so, so don't, hey, hey, and don't believe me, research it. So I'm going to tell you. Dave. Um, <laughs> since we've been doing this whole process, Dave, of nice watch and like just breaking down film and television, 
if you were to throw if you were to throw yourself one hundred percent into the entertainment industry or the film and television industry, what role would you play? Would you be an actor, a director, or a producer that's or a, an editor? That's a producer all day. 100%. Producer before actor? That, that's a producer. Yeah, no, he's producer all day. I have, I have ideas. And but I I'm feel not, like he, he'd be more of a director than a producer. I don't know if he'd be a director. I, think I don't he, know how to. I don't know how to tell y'all yeah. how to do what y'all do. No, no, but he know, but he know how to put some people together and and, yeah. and organize and get some yeah. stuff together for sure. Yeah, what I can't called? say. Um, syndicating. Stop. Say it a different way. I need more passion. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. He would do this too. Stop. <laughs> I need more. Right, no, right, okay, right. yeah, for sure, producer. You'd be producer. Uh, he's producer. But you already are a producer. Yeah, I'm a little. You already are. But I want. I want to have. Like I got ideas, and I need to get the idea out. I'm talking about you're actively a producer. You all this is you've produced. Yeah, you've but been I'm, I'm talking for, like, for a movie. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, you would be a producer for sure. I want. I, I mean, I want to be. I just have to. Get Bill, it going. you get there. You once this once you get this on a on a on a on a string, which is getting close to. I already been around you enough to know, like you need to be constantly stimulated, constantly, constantly, constantly creating. intellectually growing and, and stimulated, like. So I know you're gonna. I got two over. scripts written, but I, I haven't taken the time to like go through the script. Right uh, now, trust me, I write. Plane. No, no, but the thing, I get it, dog, because I when I finish writing them, mm-hmm. I can't read them. I can't read them. To, when I finish one, I like, I like I just finished my book last two days ago. A word. I can't I can't pick it back up for a minute, but I'm I'm just letting the, let, my, let my dad read it real quick so I can keep, have him do the foreword and. Oh, what has got an idea for a movie we can do together? Tell me. What if? It's like a like a bad news a bad news bears or bad news. That's the name. That's yeah. titled bad news bears. So like, but what if we took these inner city kids, right? Mm-hmm. And they were like bad. I want to say bad kids, but they're they're busy kids. They're uninformed kids, mm-hmm. right? These inner city kids, and but they all have the gift of speaking. They ha- they have some type of gift of speaking. So Dave's character comes in and teaches them how to podcast. Then all of a sudden they 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 get equipment. And he takes him out of this inner city and he puts him in this room and he lets, starts this podcast and then they have like a hit podcast. Let's do it. I like it, but we need we need to raise the stakes. Oh, yeah, we for sure would have to raise the stakes. Yeah, but, but I like it. I like it. How, it's, how, it's, how would the stakes get raised? We, we, had, we, had to, we had to do, we had to give it something else to put at stake. Like what would they, if we don't get this podcast, it's a podcast competition or, and if they can get that, we, they can keep their school open they or keep their school open. something, something, something. Or maybe the equipment was stolen and the people who they stole it from, they were coming to take all the equipment back. Now right. we got to fight to keep the equipment S- for the boys. Something crazy like, like, like that. got to raise the stakes like that. Yeah, yeah. So almost, almost kind of like the Rocks movie did. Just like something like that, similar. It troubled, troubled youth, troubled youth, and reposition them and redirecting them. Yes. Oh, and they get so big, and they, they start getting get, sponsorship dollars thrown at them. They they get like people that are coming at them like, "Yo, you don't need to be on that network. Come over here, we'll take care." You like, "Yo, bro, I raised you. What are you talking about?" Or we can even take it to the social economic point where you starting to see like you're on it, but for the majority, like we're, I'm starting to see more of us get into this wave but you know if there's been revolution evolution revolutions throughout time right now we're right in the middle of the digital yeah. uh ai revolution us as a culture we missed the previous four and with yeah. any we have no participation that's points in none of them that's a fact so this one now we have a chance to get in this one because we gonna if we miss this one we about to be stuck again oh, for, for another sure. 10 15 20 for years sure. next I time think, the next, i don't think we're missing this one though not I, missing it i think it's gonna be a, a nice chunk of us in it but again the next one gonna come up is gonna probably be us running from the Terminator robots and we not and we 
<laughs> stay alive. <laughs> but Dave, seriously, you know, you Yo, know also how I think I should get jealous of the kid. Like the kids start growing. Something, yeah, crazy, something. Now yeah, because what if you're who you are? You're David Shands, yeah. the David Shands, right? You know how you go to the schools now and you teach in the schools. Yeah. So this program leader from these from this inner city trouble youth, they call you to come pour into these boys, and you're pouring and you're coaching them. And then all of a sudden, you teaching them podcasting. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, this podcast gets real, real big, and like all these million dollar deals are coming at them, and like. Then the equipment is being taken away, and they've got to save the equipment and save the school. Like I can see it now. We need to do this movie. All right. So how do we start it? How do we start it? How we start is we map out the bullet points of the story, okay. and then we get with the writer to write it, or we write it ourselves. But I would just hire a writer because yeah. you know a good writer. Yes, we know a you million. Know a good ri- yeah, we know, you know a million great writers. You know a good writer, or do you not trust people with what you're going to produce? No, I, I no absolutely like like for this story. Like well, I would I definitely trust somebody else to do it. But I can write it myself because I write. Like I do. I don't, How long does it take you to write a script? My scripts, they take me like a year or two. Dang. You wrote a script? I put before? a lot in them. Not a feature film. I, I, I put a lot in them. Like my wrote, last one I finished was like 130 pages. Yeah, this would be like a 90-pager. Mm, it'd be quick hitter. You got to make it. It'd be a quick. We would, map, we would map out the bullet points. The bullet point, this happens, this happens, this happens. We would give that you just to do the outline. Writer. Yeah, we give them outline. We give that to the writer. The writer writes the script. We collectively pull our dollars together. We and we shoot it. We could shoot it for how much? Mm. Well, we got this location. Yeah, for sure. We would just need probably a school. Um, we can use like this location. We got legacy. We use center. legacy center. We got a bunch of locations. We got houses and all that. We could shoot it for two hundred. Two hundred? Yeah. Where? I'm I'm coming across people that are shooting stuff for like twenty thousand, thirty thousand, and it looks like and it. it looks like it. No, no. I show choose, me something quality no, for twenty thousand no, right now. There's been some. Remember. Years ago, we was doing uh, Greenlit at the, the complex. complex. Yeah. There was some good-looking stuff over there. And they're like, yo, it, it was like 20 grand. Like, Those were short films, too. All right. Well, let's just make it longer. <laughs> what, yeah, that, so let me make it so longer, let me, it's more right, money. So let me break that down to you. So basically, yeah, 20000 Okay. that We could make a really dope film for 20000 So we're going to shoot one day. That's 10000 the next day, ten. Why is a day ten thousand dollars? Because dog, we got a crew. You, you got a whole put, crew. You got to pay people to. to well, you have a movie. There's some. There's 60, 70 people in the crew. Yeah. All the people. That's have where the money go, dog. That's like as goes. an actor and the producers, we can just not take nothing. We got, but people ain't gonna just come work with us for free. Hey, first off, yes, they will. The so, last film I just produced, they will. we had seventy-two people in the cast and crew. That means seventy-two paychecks. Okay, you know, in my head, I see we need audio. <laughs> And video. You need audio, you need video, you need a DP to understand how to make it look right. Yeah, Karan, ask him what video means. What what do you need for video? Yeah, what do you mean by video? I need some camera operators. Okay. How many cameras are there? How many cameras are you going to use? I don't know, five, six. We got No, you wouldn't use five, six cameras, D. We we don't need that many, right? But we have them. Okay. But we have them. Got mad cameras. We do have mad cameras here, though. I don't think we'd have, but we don't have movie cameras per se. So here's, yo, what are these? What are these? FX30. Sony FX3s? These will work. No, those are FX30. Oh, FX30. These will work. They're they're not full frame, but you could shoot a movie on them, Drake. Yeah, because we just change the lenses and get whatever. Yes, amazing lenses. Yeah, you could shoot a movie. Okay, so here's, all right. Okay, no disrespect. <laughs> oh, that's me. Well, some disrespect. He's how they start off with no disrespect. He's about to be some out. disrespectful shit. Y'all are in the industry, uh-huh. so you know what it takes. Right. Yes. 
Everybody that disrupts an industry comes from outside the industry. Facts. That's true. So in my head, I'm like, yo, we can shoot some stuff, get some good audio. It'll, I mean, maybe it's not going in the theater, but if we got a dope video, we're going to sell that joint for $10 and we're going to make a okay, million so, dollars. So on how that much do you want to spend? You tell me how much you want to spend. I don't know, 30, 40. Okay, let's, let's go. Let's shoot, let's shoot a $40,000 film. Let's go. Bet? Let's go. Handshake on Let's it? Let's go. The handshake. Handshake, Quran, handshake on it. Or, all right, we're going to shoot this for 40000 That's what I'm talking about. Let's get the outline together. So it, it might not be, again, ready to go into the theater, but look at the skits that are being shot on a phone that people are checking out, they're buying into. If 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 Country Wayne said, yo, I'm going to stop putting all these skits on Facebook and we're going to shoot a whole season, we're going to put it in this one folder. Yeah. He would make millions off that joint. For sure. He's making millions missing. off of the joint. For sure. That's what I'm saying. So we can shoot our own low-budget film, shoot and we can sell it budget. on our own platform. Yeah, and We're the not story taking it to Netflix. We're too. not taking it to BT. We're taking it right to socialproof.com or whatever the name of the movie is, yes. .com. And then we sell all of these copies. Some major somebody's going to come and say, let's give you half a million. Let's give you a million dollars because y'all did what y'all did with 30, 40,000. All right, EJ, you, you birthed it. it. So you got to come up with that. Let's go. Let's do it. We're doing a movie. So, so for 40, you already here for some nice watch. We're doing a movie. What's the next step? So step outline, outline. And, care and, and develop the story basically, basically, and it's 40,000. So it needs to be very simple. Mm -hmm. It don't simple need to locations. be, a, it need to be one. It need to be two kids. Why? Well, it got, it's got to be more than two kids. No, let's put some kids in this joint. Well, shit, I'm going to just kind of keep the budget down. These, who you, who you think we hired? I uh, think it should be like Mary Kate Ashley. It should be like no, four central. Go, but you gonna have to have you got to have you got to have. It like, should be three central kids, three central boys. Okay. And then everyone else is like extras and fillers. Listen, but I know a million people that would just want to be in the film. They got some kids. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, we got Greenland ATL audience. We could pull. They want to be in it. They want to be in it. Give you some lines. We don't got no money, but next time, yo, how much did they shoot uh, Friday for? Something low. A million Let's dollars. See. It was a million? Let's the see. first Friday? First Friday. Let's see. They, they try me every time. Ain't nobody make no money, though. Who didn't make no money? The actors. They no, said the it. Act, no, the actors didn't get no money. It was going to be a million dollar budget. Wasn't no money going getting spent on no actors. Every actor in there was a, a newbie. Right. On purpose. It was 3.5 million for Friday. 3.5 mm -hmm. for the budget? Was that inflated? 3.5. Friday grossed 6.5 million on its opening week. So what Dang, the film grossed $27 million in North America against a $3.5 million budget. That's nice a win. And, and, nice and $3.5 that's considering a lot of things that they didn't have in 19, that we have now in 1995. Yeah. So And guarantee you this, if they did 3.5, that means they, they half that budget was film, the other half was P&A. What's P&A? Um, uh, advertising. Promotion and advertising. Uh, well, we got Social Proof Podcast, Nice Watch Podcast, It's Negotiable Podcast, and Instagram for our promotion, our marketing materials. Mm -hmm. That's a wrap right there. We going for show sell. And we've got Legacy Center. We've got the How much Napoleon house. Dynamite shot for? A million. Like a million. 400,000. Really? Yeah. That's got to be the biggest return. Made for just 400,000. Napoleon Dynamite was an enormous success for director. How Jerry much did it make? Like 85 million or something crazy. I remember that. Number. That's crazy. That's wild. It Napoleon was Dynamite was shot for $400,000. Okay. 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 See how simple it was. Okay. It's one of my favorites. The Blair Witch Project. That was that was real. That was real low. 60,000. $150,000. $60,000. It made 250 million. What are we talking about right now? 
I've already been saying, dog. It's just a hat The trick. Blair Witch Project was shot for $60,000 and made grand. It looked like it. Million? it looked like it. They tricked the shot out of everybody with that shit. That was the biggest, that was <laughs> that the was biggest a, hat trick ever. That was a trick off a They used that. They used a camcorder. They just had that shit running around the forest and breathing. And they had everybody like, man, the witch is coming. The witch is coming. The witch is coming. That all that, man. They was going, was that, it was okay, nothing. Cool. It was the crazy. All craziest. right, what's your $40,000 movie, guys? <laughs> We're going to do a big screening. You look at all them joints. You're like, yeah, I'm telling you. you I'm telling you. That's what filmmakers be hitting for, man. You make one lick like that, you good. Dave, we could rent a movie theater and charge tickets to come see the movie. Did you see Paranormal Activity? That first one was real low budget, too. Like 100000 How much? 80000 Fifth. $15,000. Paranormal Activity? Made for just $15,000, Paranormal Activities director Oren Pilly was able to maximize the edge of your seat suspense with fantastic pacing and nail-biting anticipation. The executive, they executed the film so well that it raked in an unexpected $193 million. What are we that, talking about? You turned $15,000 to $193 million? What's that? What two, what's that, 1,000 times? That's, what what that's 1,000x? That's a certified nice watch. Lick. You need to do one thing like that your entire life. One time. One time. You just got to be right one those time. Those are anomalies, though. Like Paranormal Activity, Blair Witch, those were like genre We're going to create an anomaly. Let's do it. We could actually do something exactly like that here well, the, in this studio. I don't think it's the podcast 100%. with the little boys. Though. No, no, that it has to be a thriller. It has to be something people want to go and just get. It's got to get caught up in that rapture, just like Paranormal Activity did. What if we shot a movie where there's podcast hosts in the middle of their podcast, the lights go out and something spooky is happening. They have to fight their way out of this room, like an escape room. And they're whatever's in the room, whatever spirit is in the room, they're leaving clues, and you have to get out like an escape room. Mm. Yo, it was crazy. So then we, and, we're only shot in one location. Yes, and and like we're running out the room, but people are like so scared that nobody like talks about it. They just leave and they don't come back because something the thing told them not to say nothing or not, or somebody's so embarrassed, and we keep renting it out. So and everybody's leaving with this like this one experience, and they come together, and it's almost somehow they're all in the same place, and there's this like awkward. Hold on, you went to there? You went to there too? You was, you or, to or we got, it's like a podcast marathon going on at the Social Proof. One night only on Halloween, something happens. The doors get locked and everybody's in here doing podcasts, doing podcasts, and all of a sudden podcasters start coming up missing in the building. And we can't get out. And we don't know what's happening, but the damn a voice comes so through the speakers. If you can't, if you, if you stop talking... You're dead. I think it should be. I think it should be like an escape room. You know how when so you're they, in the escape room uh, and the guy is talking, uh, we gotta keep going. <laughs> Yo, or no, but like, look, you know how the guy when you go to a real escape room, there's a guy in the corner uh -huh. up there. He's like, all right, you have three three minutes. It right. should really be like I see it just like this. It's just us sitting here. Did doing we do nice an escape watch. room? I think we did. We did. We're sitting here doing nice watch pod, whatever podcast. Then all of a sudden, the lights go out, and then a thunderstorm. Something happens, and all of a sudden, we see a sign that says. Find the golden duck in the room. Or you know what I mean? So all of a sudden you start you're in a real live escape room now and you had no clue what's about to happen. I think yeah. we should, and then we gotta get out. We gotta Ooh, escape. I like that. That's like something that. we can shoot for real low. It's in one location. Yep. Do it. Yo, can it be like a uh I got mad ideas too. Like this is this is so fun. Like you know how, like okay, let's say I'm the 
I'm renting out the rooms or whatever. And like every time I have like some female podcast hosts, I put something on the mic that like they start, they smell it and it like passes them out. Mm. And I do something crazy. So, <laughs> I do so, something so crazy. you're like, so you're not remember, me, but no, 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 your, your character. Now, yeah, that, so, kid. so you remember Sliver? What's that? It was a movie called Sliver, it, yeah. and it was a, a big high-rise building. And the guy who owned the building, he had cameras in everybody's apartments. Mm. So he, he would watch everything. He knew everybody's business. So then he started playing shit against people. He started doing stuff throughout the building, and people would start getting it. was crazy. One person, he knew he was having an affair. He knew all this. So then he started playing people's lives and messing with people. It was the... Slipper, check that joint out. Mm. I feel like I saw it back. It's older, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, like yeah. I think it was probably made in like mid nineties. All right, y'all, we're doing a movie. Whatever movie we're doing, we're doing forty thousand. Forty thousand. Let's Do go. It. That's it. I feel like that's a lot too, compared to the numbers we were talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. We can. Do it. We can just shoot them joints. The escape room is. We up. have all. We have everything that we need. We need right. We got writers that that. We got writers. We write that joint. Do we want to do a comedy or a drama? Or Let me ask you this though: Do we make it a short too? Do we make it a, a, a not even do a full feature? Do we make it a short, like a thirty-minute joint? Yeah, we could. I think, I think, I think, we, I think, I think, and they enter into we the film start festival. banging them joints out. Like, I just shot one months, this weekend. I just short. literally shot one this weekend. It's gonna be twenty minutes long, and the, the whole the whole idea behind it is it was one of those dope stories. Should be shot it's super dope. And our whole plan is just to go around all the film festivals. We're going to Toronto, all of them. Yep. I th- let's do it. Okay, so we'll do it. Let's do it. Let's start with a short film and work our way up to a feature let's together. Go. Let's do it. Done. This episode is over. You want to be in it or about. you want to be a producer? I want to be a producer. I want to be in it, but not. Like a main character. Yeah, no, man, no. I Dave's going to be, be the first person killed. <laughs> That's how we do it. First person killed. Perfect. I don't go that far. I just want to be. No, no, no. That's go. You got to do it that way. I might be the podcast producer or something no, like that. No, we got to make on. you the first. That's that's gonna make it hilarious. I don't want to die, girl. Okay. <laughs> we, we, we won't. We won't see anybody die. We just gonna just come up missing. All right, guys. Listen. So stay tuned. We are creating a movie together. And you know what yes. you say it, we do it. So um, this has been another phenomenal episode of Nice Watch. Go see American Nightmare. It's freaking wild and crazy. Karan, what you got? Uh, and the holdovers, if you want to see really dope acting and really funny, different story, bunch of bunch of little rich and privileged kids at school getting stuck over, it's, it's an interesting story. Paul Giamatti, Divine Joy, congratulations on your nominations. Awesome. And uh, yeah, that's the move, man. And um, I guess next week, what are we going to talk about, you know? I don't know yet. You don't know yet. But you'll see next week when you come back next Friday for another episode of uh, Nice, nice Watch. Watch.